Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. It's so wonderful to have you here today. And we have a fabulous guest, which I will tell you about soon. But for those people that are first-time listeners on Second Wind, I want to welcome you and tell you that Second Wind was created out of a a passion of mine to help women understand that we all need second winds at certain times in our lives. And by listening to other women who have accomplished great things through their second winds, that we can many times get the energy that we need to spur us on or help us through our difficulties. We, we actually wear so many hats, and sometimes we just get bogged down in life. So I was really, as I was reviewing Diane's book this morning, I was sort of reminded of myself. I was the second daughter um, in a family of two girls, and my sister was, in my eyes, perfect. But I was the one that struggled with being a few pounds overweight, always a few pounds overweight. And it was um, very much a problem for me because I just, you know, those those things that you carry with the weight issues are major. And they set, they send you messages that you deal with the rest of your life. So I am um, so excited that we have with us my guest this morning, who I met only a few months ago when we were in a workshop together with one of our favorite coaches, Sean Smith. And so I'm welcoming Diane Burton. And Diane is the wife of Ken for 39 years. And I highlight that because I think it's such a beautiful thing that marriages are staying together. And and I really applaud you and Ken for your lengthy marriage Thank you, uh, Diane. And they have two children and two grandsons. Now, Diane was part of a direct sales company, and she lives in Arkansas, where I used to live, and um, Mountain Home, Arkansas, up in the beautiful hills. So anyway, Diane began there, and then after working with Sean, she moved on to working with um, uh, Aurora Winters and the Grief Coach Academy, and there she won. She won such great awards as being the 2013th Coach of the Year, 
And so she has accomplished so much. Today, she is known as a Christian women's self-image coach. And I welcome you to the show, Diane. It's Thank you pleasure. so much, Joyce. Yeah, it's great to have you here. I love the subject we're talking about. It's so juicy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and it it's so important. So many women and men, but the book is focused more on women because I'm a woman and I can understand it, have issues surrounding their weight. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah, we're always needing to lose five pounds, lose 10 pounds. But then there are the women that have major pounds to lose that uh, you're going to tell us about your story with weight loss over the years. So anyway, I, it it's just it just seems so interesting that we were brought together mm-hmm. because of our love of supporting women and how we can help them trans, transpose their life into different um, uh, different images differently, how they can change their lives. Let me say mm-hmm. it that way. Mm-hmm. So, in the few time, in the few minutes that we have, tell us about. Um, how you were drawn to your, well, to talk about your weight, um, which has always been a challenge from the age of seven you started with. Yeah, well, actually, at the age of six, I started gaining weight. Mm-hmm. And my parents couldn't figure out what in the world is going on with her. And by the time I was a senior in high school, I was over 200 pounds, 210, 215, somewhere in there. And how tall are you? Um, I was about 5'4". As I've gotten older, I'm not as tall. <laughs> you yes. know, it's part of what the, our frame does. But I was only about 5'4", and I have small bones. So can you imagine... That wow. body carrying over 200 pounds on it. Right. So were you the only child in your family? I, no, I'm the baby in the family. I have a brother that yep. is three years older than me and a sister that's 16 months older. And they never had weight issues. Uh-huh. And I come along, at, and then at the age of six, I just really started packing on the pounds. Hmm. Yeah. Uh so some of the things that you talk about in your book, which I loved, and then we're going to get into the story about why you even decided to write your book, mm-hmm. was what was happening with you as a little girl when people would look at you and what were the messages you were getting? I was receiving a message that I was different. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's it's like, here I've been this little girl, little petite, everything's fine, I'm playing, I'm happy, and then all of a sudden weight starts coming on, and people start treating you differently. They yeah. begin to make comments about getting fat, mm. and name people start calling you names at that time. Right, because you really were a pretty large for your height, right? <laughs> Yes, I was, uh, as I say, I was as round as I was tall. Yeah. (laughs) Bless your heart. But it's not only the words. 
I want to say it's also just the subtle looks that you get mm-hmm. when people, mm-hmm. when you walk up to people, they're going to do this one, once over look at you and you get a message through their eyes, don't you? Yes, ma'am, you do. And you, you begin to realize what is it that's so different about me? And even though you look in the mirror and you can see it, you still are the same person. So why are you treating me differently now just because I've added some extra weight to my body? Right. Um, Did you feel different in your family? Yeah, I did. And I had the best parents. And um, I have a great brother and a great sister. They, we, we have a great relationship. However, I know I was an embarrassment to them growing up. I know I was. And, you know, at the time, I mean, this was back, I was a senior in high school. I'm fixing to tell my age. I graduated high school in 1971. So this was in, you know, in the late 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was overweight, and you really didn't know what to do about it. The thing was, you would be put on diet pills. You didn't exercise right. then like people exercise now. There just wasn't the the opportunities oh. to be able to learn how to take care of yourself the way it is now. Right. It wasn't sort of talked about as the thing to do. I'm going to the gym. I'm going mm-hmm. to... What gym are you in? Yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, I so understand that. There's another thing that uh, happens, too, around uh, being extremely heavy is that uh, it's kind of like the elephant that sits in the middle of the room. You walk around it. Mm -hmm. You don't talk about it. uh, But it almost shapes your life. You don't go to certain events because it would embarrass you, or you avoid avoid uh, certain situations. Like you don't you don't go to swimming parties, perhaps, right. because uh, that would mean a bathing suit, and that would mean embarrassment. So exactly, all sorts of those messages and pains that you have to deal with. So um, I remember once um, going on a trip, and we were on a boat, and it was one of those self-cruise boats, you know, where you man them yourselves, Mm -hmm. and um, there was an extremely heavy woman on another boat, and I know we looked at her, and we all thought, "How, how can they do this? How can she be in, in this type of activity? You know, they're just such subtle messages, and I'm sure that went through our eyes to her. Not even, we're just so innocent, we don't realize how much we transmit to other people. Exactly. So, anyway, the pain of just, um, and you did bring another one in the book that I liked, that people think you're stupid if you're fat. Yes. I I allowed things that were said by teachers to mm-hmm. make me feel as though I was stupid. And because of that, Joyce, I did not do well in school. Mm-hmm. I did not have a great grade point average. I did not do well on my ACT score. 
and right. wasn't I didn't even get to go to the college I wanted to go to because of that. Right. Well, when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about those things that affected your schooling, more more about the self-esteem, um, and really kind of shaped your next few years. Um, so anyway, but there's a, a really exciting moment coming as well when you join the group of ladies and uh, decide to make a change. So mm-hmm. we have uh, some wonderful interesting facts coming to us in the next half. So be back with us. We'll be talking more with Diana Burton. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are visiting today with Diane Burton, a certified grief coach, um, and she has created her own coaching, which is called Christian Women's Self-Image Coach. She is an author, speaker, and a leader in a direct sales company. So, Diane, we were talking about some of the situations, the uh, reactions of others. When you are a, a really large overweight person, as you were in your early years, and you were, you were, how tall were you? Five four. Five four, and you weighed. About two ten, two fifteen. 
Yeah. So you had really put on a lot of weight during those years. So some of the messages that you were getting were um, that I'm not, you know, they would give you degrading looks, but they would also, you you felt embarrassed. And people would think that you were stupid. And I think it's just unbelievable that we would attach stupidity to being obese, but um, I, yeah, I, I know that's so. It is, and I think part of it is people may look at a person and was like, well, can't she even take care of herself? Yeah. She must not be very smart if mm-hmm. she can't look in the mirror and see what she looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I allowed the things that people said, and the name calling was mm-hmm. was rough, and even things that were written in my high school annual, and that's I've got that on my website, themastersmasterpiece dot com. Uh, just I took a picture of some things that people wrote in my in my annual to the coolest fat kid I've ever known. So I was considered jolly and, and happy and fun and, and all of those things. However, when people call you names and, 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 um, look at you the way they do and say the things they say, you're made to feel like you're not smart enough. You're not good enough. You're not popular enough. You, you just, don't fit in. I think many times uh, I do think that in kind of, as you said that, uh, the happiest, however, how they write it in your book. To the uh, coolest fat kid. Fat kid. Yeah, a lot of times um, I overweight fat people will deal with their situation, I think, by being funny or jolly or, and I think almost it's a cover instead Mm of, I mean, they might really be jolly and happy, but I also think it covers up some of the pain that they feel inside. And by having that jolly personality, it sort of uh, throws people off a bit. You're exactly right. And I am I am a, a happy person. I've always enjoyed life and love to laugh and have a good time. And yet when people would say things and, and others were laughing, I would laugh along with them. Sure. So as to, sure. as you said, cover up mm-hmm. or hide mm-hmm. what was really the hurt that was really there. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Joyce, I want to say this, too. I don't think people intentionally want to be hurtful towards someone who's different. It's because they, I believe people don't fully understand, know how to be around someone who's different from them. And mm-hmm. so saying things, you know, it's it's the same with when you are around someone who might have a terminal illness or there's been a death in a family. You're uncomfortable and don't really know what to say to that person. And mm-hmm. so here are people around Diane, and and it's almost embarrassing to look at her and be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. why is she so fat? Why can't she change this? Why won't she do something about it? Mm-hmm. And so 
things are said hoping maybe it'll make mm-hmm. her want to change or it's because they're so uncomfortable they don't know what else to do or say. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to say also that in the school environment, not only is it added to by our peers, but also we've all run against that teacher that is uh, almost uh, cruel in the way she responds to us, he or she. Mm-hmm. And it, it's and because they stand as such authority figures in our life, it, it hurts so much when they send us, as you gave me the example of going to color something and they didn't allow you to participate or said something snide about uh, doing something, they they can pierce us so much deeper than even our peers can Mm -hmm. because they stand with such authority in our lives at that early age. Exactly, and if a teacher says something to a student like that, the attention is put on that student. Yes. And right. then everybody's looking at that student, and then there's either, you know, some people are are so aware, and it hurts them to see someone made fun of, and then others will giggle because yeah. it is funny right. to them. Right. Well, I want to move on to how you decided to write this story or no we need to talk about how you how you decided to address your weight and uh, change the story about by Diane well my parents had been after me for years to lose weight and other people would say things about losing weight and I, I tended to put a brick wall up yeah. Don't tell me what to do. I know I need to lose weight, but it's going to be my idea kind of thing. And as, right. as things were said, I pushed against it, and it was almost like I may, I ate more. Yeah. And my senior year in high school, I worked. I went to school in the morning, and then in the afternoon, I worked at a bank. Yeah. And that was and and at that time. You know, worked with a bunch of ladies in the bookkeeping department, and several of them decided that they wanted to um, do something about the weight that they needed to lose. Now, none of them needed to lose as much as I did, but they were going to go to tops, take off pounds sensibly. And so they were like, "Where do you, we're going? This one's going. Do you want to go with us?" I was like, "Sure, I'll go with you." <laughs> and I went to the meeting. They gave us a choice of different diets. We all weighed ourselves, and I went home with a an eating plan and mm-hmm. showed it to my mom. And at that time, I started. And back then, it was called the grapefruit diet. It's oh, protein yes. diet. Yeah, remember that one. And I started it and began to lose weight and continued, and that was January of 1971, my senior year in high school, and by the time I graduated, I'd lost about 40 pounds. When I started college, I'd lost more, and that's when it all started. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. You once you started, you really did drop the pounds. I did, and what you know, what's funny is, after I'd lost about twenty five pounds or, or so, 
people were saying, oh, you've lost too much weight. You don't need to lose anymore. Oh, no. And I'm thinking, I have a long way yet to go because, you know, that was just the start. And so it was funny how you would get the message, you need to lose it. And then when you started losing it, you've lost too much. But I continued. And by the time I started college, I was pretty much where I wanted to be. And And what's so... But I, what is just such a blessing to me is I've kept the weight off. Yes. And so this past January was 43 years ago when I started losing the weight. So I've kept it off now for 43 years. Wow. That's wonderful. Because one of the biggest things is after you lose the weight, and, you know, I'm part of that that population of women that deals with gaining, lose, gain, lose, gain, lose. And um, it's always a challenge to keep it off. So you've done something really amazing. So what was it? Was it just strictly the weight? Or what is the real issue why we just keep this match, bingo match, this... Yo-yo. Yo-yo, (laughs) You've been a yo-yo, Joyce. I've been a yo-yo. I believe it's a mindset. And normally when a person loses gains, loses gains, there there are other things going on in their life. (laughs) And there's got to be a a mind shift as it, when you decide, when you make that decision that you are going to release, I now say release, because yeah. when you lose something, what do you do? You usually go looking for it. Mm-hmm. And so it's got to be a decision made, I'm going to release this. Mm-hmm. And there's got to be a mind shift, because what happened with me is I lost the weight, however, for 40 years, I carried the fat girl with me. Mm. I continued to have those limiting beliefs of I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Everybody else can do. I can't. Mm -hmm. And it kept me from, I allowed those thoughts to keep me from being what God intended me to be. Right. And so that's where the issue is. And... $46 billion is spent every year on weight loss products, Joyce. Mm. And here's what's interesting. Two-thirds of the people gain their weight back within a year. And 97% regain it after five years. And you look on TV, how many commercials are there about weight loss products lose the weight what i want okay i'm going to stop you here because i don't want to i want you to be able to complete your statement okay because it is you pointed out it is a major deal that we lose and we gain it back so when we be when we return from break diane's going to tell us more about keeping that weight off Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. The Woohoo! 
Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Diane Burton is our guest today, and she has written a book, and the book is entitled The Master's Masterpiece, A Preacher's Wife's Journey from a Broken and Fat Masterpiece to the Master's Peace. Now, there's some definite play on the word peace in the title, which is so really beautiful. Diane, before we went to break, we were talking about that the the industry shows us that 97% of the women that lose weight will regain it within five years. So tell us more about what the real issue is, not so much losing the pounds, but what is it? I believe the real issue is women aren't cherishing this amazing creation that God gave them. And when you you start looking at the scriptures in the Bible about how you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that you are God's masterpiece, my prayer is that women will begin to cherish their body, that they will want to take care of it physically to be their best spiritually. And it, and so, it, you know, it's not about the number on the scale or the size of the dress. It's about falling in love with your beautiful creation God made. And when you do, you're going to start making better choices. You're going to want to feed this body the foods that are good for it. 
And when you do, you're going to feel so much better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be happier, more joyful. You will see a difference in mm-hmm. in just everything overall, even in your relationships in your life, because you love yourself more. What I liked about your book uh, is that it you you quoted one of the exercises of what do I see when I look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. and how you use that to really look at yourself as a masterpiece mm-hmm. um, and not to look at yourself as flawed. Um, and so, you know, so many of us are so critical of oh. ourselves. We look in the mirror and we don't, of course, I know the exercise asks us to look in the eyes of the person looking in the mirror and not to look at the hair, the face, the pimples, the, the <laughs> you know, whatever is going on with our body, but to look at our eyes and see the beauty in our eyes that has been placed there by God. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it's such a power. I loved your book because it has powerful exercises in there about how people can work and use your book as a tool. Exactly. So was, was that your plan in writing this book? Yeah, I I want women, well, with, with all that I went through, I yes. don't know, I want, I don't want other women to have to go through this. And so I think back, wow, if I could have had someone help me focus on this amazing creation God gave me. Just mm-hmm. maybe I wouldn't have been so worried about the things that were said, and, and I wouldn't have eaten the way I ate. My goodness, I used to go to the church potlucks, be first in line, pile it up, and go through at least two more times because food had such a control on me. Yes. And when I look in the mirror, and I do talk about the mirror exercise, looking in the mirror, and yes, looking into the eyes is is so powerful, mm-hmm. and yet also looking at that whole body, because I used to complain, be critical mm-hmm. of the size of the nose or the size of the arms or the yeah. size of the tummy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Joyce, I realized one day that I was criticizing God, mm. and I realized that what I was looking at, it wasn't his fault that I looked the way I did. Right. It was my choice. And when when that hit me, I realized I can make different choices. Mm-hmm. God's given me a spirit of self-control. Yes. It's not anyone else's fault what goes into my mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. How do you have? How do you help women cope with some of those temptations and challenges when they are trying to resist First, temptations? One of one of the main things again is to find the stuff beneath the stuff. As I coach with women, and mm-hmm. to help them dig deep and find out what it is, because you see, a lot of times I have a, a section in my book 
um, about comfort food. And I have mm-hmm. a, an article that I've written, and it's a part of the book, of foods God wants you to stop eating now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the issues that are going on in our life, we turn to food. Yes. So yes. whether it's happiness, you know, something joyful, that mm-hmm. turns into celebration food. And so I'm going to I'm going to reward myself <laughs> and have cake and ice cream or burger and fries. Oh, you are so right. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, there's oh. I got yelled at by the boss or whatever. My husband is mad at me. My kids are and whatever, and so I'm going to turn to that gallon of ice cream to comfort my soul. Right. Yes. So there, and there's others. There's six foods that I talk about in the book. And so get to the stuff beneath the stuff mm-hmm. to help women start coping with, why am I eating this? W-A-I-E-T. Why am I turning to the refrigerator? Why am I going to the cabinet to get that bag of chips? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, it, it, this all sounds too familiar, Diane. The book came about from a conversation I had with my grief coach trainer, Aurora. Uh-huh. And I shared with her that I loved Ephesians 2.10, mm-hmm. that we are God's masterpiece created in Christ Jesus for good works. And she said, Diane, run with that. And I also shared with her how I love that scripture, but I didn't, how could I be God's masterpiece? I didn't feel like it when I did have the flaws, when I did have things going on in my life. And what I realized is it's those flaws that make me who I am. Mm -hmm. And I could choose to take what happened to me in my life and be a victim or I could be victorious. And so through the the training at the Grief Coach Academy, I, and with her encouragement to take that scripture, I then wrote lessons for my ladies' Bible class. Mm-hmm. I then did teleseminars, and people started asking for a book. Oh. And so that's where the book came from. Ah. And yeah. it's just been such... A wonderful journey and I realize now that the things that happened to me were a part of that journey to get me where I am now isn't that so, amazing uh-huh and they're a blessing <laughs> it's know. you know when you can take the the icky stuff in your life and as Sean our our uh, you know the coach we have in common Sean Smith mm-hmm. said take your mess and make it your message right I love it's, that yeah, and so it's my ministry now. I'm just passionate about helping women take care of themselves, empowering women. Yeah. Well, Diane, there's such a need for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we spend so much on another diet. I mm. mean, when we're not really we're we're really only fixing the outside. We're not fixing the inside. And you fix the inside, you fix the problem. Exactly. And Joyce, did you know that by the age of 45, women have tried at least 60 diets. 60? Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, and I started listing, you know, the different things because here's the thing. 
again, even though I had lost the weight, I wasn't content with where I was. And so I kept trying different things because I thought I still needed to lose weight. Yes. And it, and that's where that 40 years of carrying the fat girl in my head was. Once I got that fixed, Mm-hmm. I realized, just eat healthy, Diane. You don't need to do all these different diets that are out there. And so many of these diet programs have bad stuff in them. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, we do want a quick fix. We are a society of quick fix me people. Yes. Uh, and so... We naturally go to those things that says, oh, I can lose, you can lose 10 pounds in four weeks or 20 pounds in four weeks. Yeah. And five pounds in five days. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and you know what, Joyce? A lot of these diet products and self help books, mm-hmm. mine's different. Mine is a God help book mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're going to dig into the scripture. Mm hmm. The the book is filled with scriptures, different scriptures, and it and it it's not just a book to help people with weight loss. It is a book that there can be other issues going on in your life. It could be the opposite of being overweight. It can be anorexic and bulimic. Mm, it yeah. could be my ninety nine and a half year old mother in law wanted to read my book, and she said to my husband. I feel so much better after reading her book. Now she's <laughs> yeah. 90. I'm going to be 100, you know, in February. Oh, awesome. I've had women who have had abusive situations in their life. Right. That this book is helping them. And yeah. it can be used as a group study. I have women that are using right. it in their ladies' Bible class. It could be maybe... Five friends want to get together once a week and go yeah. through the book together. Or well, Diane, be... when we come back, because I'm going to have to butt in here. Oh, uh, sorry. We'll come back, and I want you to tell about how your book is laid out and how many ways it can be used. It's okay. a valuable tool to help uh, people change their lives. So we'll be back shortly with Diane Burton. Thank you. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. 
Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are here with Diane Burton, and she has brought her message of a broken and fat masterpiece to the master's piece. And it is a book that she wrote about addressing fat in your life, on your body. But what really is it? Is it a story on the outside or is it the story on the inside? And so Diane, with her passion about this, having been a fat uh person very a lot of her younger years has turned this into her passion to share it with the rest of the world and I'm so glad you did Diane thank you but tell us how this wonderful book that you have written is laid out so that it can be used by so many different purposes it's 10 chapters each mm-hmm. chapter is a question with four answers and then uh, that's about the first two-thirds of the book, and the last third of the book is a 10-week devotional journal for a personal or small group guide. And so it can be used in a ladies' Bible class. It could be used with a small group of women that maybe just some girlfriends want to get together and, and use it together, or it can be used by yourself, just sit down every day. You could take... Each chapter with the four answers and Mm -hmm. do one answer per day and have it done in 40 days. And then you start on the 10-week devotional journal. And what happens is week one takes you back to chapter one, week two to chapter two like that. Mm -hmm. And there are lots Mm -hmm. of questions. There's fill in the blank and, and that type of thing in the book. Yeah, and it has lots of scriptures and mm-hmm. supported by a lot of scriptures in in your teachings. But um and when now tell people how they can get your book. I sure will. They can go to the mastersmasterpiece.com. Just T H E M A S T E R S M A S T E R P I E C E.com. And right there on the main page, it says buy book now. Just click on that. It'll take you to a page where you can go in. One book right now, I've got it at a discounted price. It's $16.99. However, they can get it for $13.77 plus Mm -hmm. shipping and handling. 
when they buy two books, it's twelve seventy seven each. Buy ten or more books, it's ten seventy seven each, and I don't charge shipping. Oh, right, that's really and, great. So thank you've you. really designed your your marketing of this book so that it can be used in in groups as study guides and. Um, things like situations like that exactly and I'm so want women to study this to fall in love with themselves again so that they Mm. can be who God intended them to be and so I wanted to make the book very affordable and Joyce one other thing too is if anyone wants to do private one-on-one coaching with me mm-hmm. they can also on the same page where they buy the book there's a it's co- the contact page also they can contact me through that or they can just email me at coach yes okay great now one thing I wanted to point out to the listeners is that when you go to her website, it's Masterpiece, P-I-E-C-E. She kind of has a play on words with the two pieces, P-I-E-C-E versus P-E-A-C-E. Mm-hmm. And it's, I love the way you have used those two words in your title as well as in some of the examples in your book. So I encourage my listeners to please, if you have or are struggling with weight or you have a friend who is, Think of getting this book or contacting Diane for coaching. She has so many answers for you and uh, is so willing to share the message to help you be the person that you want to be. So, Diane, in how has the book been? Well, you you want to tell me about us. one of your stories. Yeah, I want to tell you. Let me share a story about one of my clients. Okay. When she came to me, she was really struggling with lots of issues in her life, relationships mm-hmm. with the family, with the children, the grandchildren, um, her her business, and her weight. Mm-hmm. And as we coached and she began to release a lot of things going on in her life and we found the stuff beneath the stuff, she decided she wanted to release weight. Mm-hmm. And so she's got just the, such a fun personality and she said, here's what I did. I broke up with food. I went <laughs> to my favorite restaurant and I stood in front of it and I said, we are breaking up. You are not good for me. I will not eat here anymore because the food that you have is bad for my body. And then she went to the grocery store, and Uh she stood in the the cookie aisle and the aisle where the ice cream was and where the pastas were and things like that, and she Uh said, we're breaking up. Uh These foods are bad for me. Sugar hurts me, all those things. And then she went to the fresh fruits, the fresh vegetables, the lean meats, and she said, welcome to my world. And she started eating those foods, and she has released 35 pounds. Wow. Her first week, eight pounds did come off. Wow. And, yes. Oh. And, Joyce, here is what is even more exciting. Well, exciting is relationships are better in the family. She loves herself again. She yes. cut her hair because she wore it to kind of cover up her face. 
Uh, she's yeah. now letting she's not hiding her face anymore. She, her business is doing better. She's exercising. So many things have changed in her life. And one health issue she had she had migraines. Migraines that were so bad, she carried medication with her and she had to sometimes just stay in bed all day long. And because she took all those other foods out of her system, Mm-hmm. And she eats healthy, raw, you know, the, the fruits, the vegetables, the lean meats. She said, I have not had a headache of any kind, migraine, nothing. She's, the medication is gone from her purse. Oh, that's And she wonderful. said, yeah, it's awesome. She said, I'm not sure which <laughs> food it was, but I will yeah. never put any of those foods back in my system because I do not ever want to have a headache again. What a great story. Yeah. <laughs> I love that story. I could just vision that lady standing out in front of the restaurant. I know. In, isn't it in great? the sections in the grocery store. <laughs> and, 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 and what happens is you've released the stuff, just like I got rid of the fat girl in my head. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was such a, a heavy load that I carried with me those 40 years. Right. Now, you don't, in your book, just because you don't have, like, it. do you suggest foods? Just a few. I ha- I did not, I chose not to do that. Right. Um, I wanted to focus more on on the message. Yes. However, you know, if there are foods I recommend. There's mm-hmm. There are websites you can go to. There, okay. I have go-to people that... I look at the kind of foods they recommend mm-hmm. and healthy fats. It's so exciting. Okay. I love coconut. I eat coconut raw and coconut oil <laughs> and I love avocados and you know there are foods that I used to think were no-nos. Yes. And uh-huh. once I got the other things out of my system these vegetables and fruits taste even better. Right. And I've learned to cook them in a different way also. And they mm-hmm. have such a good flavor mm-hmm. to them that I, I would rather eat those foods as these others. And, and a little tip, I now look, if, if something, if I were to be tempted by something, I just go, you know what? Ten minutes after I eat that, I'm not going to remember what it tasted like. Mm-hmm. And yet I will be beating myself up. Someone asked me one time, how can you not eat that? And I said, because I know that when I do, I used to beat myself up. Mm -hmm. And I said, I told him, I said, I won't respect myself in the morning (laughs) because I've I've cheated on myself. I've put stuff in my body that's not good for me. Right. Now tell them again how to get your book. Go to themastersmasterpiece.com. And I know you mentioned P-I-E-C-E. Just remember that you are a masterpiece. (laughs) So themastersmasterpiece.com. Click on Buy Book Now. Wonderful. And they they can contact me if they want to email me, Coach Diane Burton. D-I-A-N-E-B-U-R-T-O-N, CoachDianeBurton.com. Okay. Yeah, at gmail.com, excuse me. So you are probably doing lots of speaking wherever you can right now, I would think. I've I've 
I got to actually, one of the things I got to do was go to the TOPS group right here where I live, and it was the TOPS group that I joined when I was a senior in high school 43 years ago. And I got to go talk to them, yeah. So, yes, and I've been, I even, uh, I spoke to some teachers. It's really exciting to get to speak to others, and I will be happy to speak for people, yes. Yeah. Well, Diane, we are coming to the end of our hour together. It always goes so fast because Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's so much good information that you have brought to us today. I know that those people that are listening have gained a lot from the conversation. Um, They'll be visiting your website for sure. (laughs) And and, um, I just... uh, applaud you for writing the book and for bringing your message to so many women today. Thank you. So for my listeners, as you can see, we just keep offering wonderful resources for you, such as Diane Burton and her message about weight. And so I, I encourage you to be with us next week. We'll bring another fabulous guest and Think about connecting with Diane so that if weight is an issue for you, you can find an answer. So I wish you the best week. Go out there, smile at somebody, Mm -hmm. see what a great reaction they'll have and how much you can help them their day. And be sure to say a gratitude every day. Something you are grateful for and your life will change. Until next week, it's Joyce Buford with Second Wind. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services and 